Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon and buy our official merchandise on Redbubble. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps, Entry 39, Clementi, Singapore. It's the first day of the Hungry Ghost Month. I'm at a coffee shop in Ubi, having a drink with Lauren, my first of a few interviewees on this chilly evening. I normally try to stick to just one or two per night at most, but this is usually a busy time for me. Maybe it's the particular atmosphere all around Singapore during this month that puts people in a mood to share their stories. There's almost a thrill to staying out late, a sense of dread mixed with excitement that you might encounter a spirit loose in the mortal world. In the early evenings, at practically every block's void deck, you'll find observers wearing looks of fearful reverence. Looks which are accentuated by the flames into which they offer up paper money for their dearly departed. It really does all come together to create the perfect setting for telling ghost stories. Lauren, however, is used to sharing stories of another kind. A chef at a restaurant in town, Lauren and her team normally head to the nearest, cheapest bars after their shift to unwind. It always devolves into everyone bitching about the crappy customers they encountered that night. She laughs. I chuckle, then ask her whether what I've heard about chefs is true, that their personal lives can sometimes be strained because of their jobs. She nods, still smiling, but not as brightly as before. She says that the story she wants to share with me actually involves an ex of hers. He was a nice enough guy, but we both worked long hours, so it wasn't going to work out, she says, somewhat wistfully. I tell her that I understand. She's silent for a moment before shaking off that wistfulness with apparent ease. So, anyway, about this story, she says, her slight melancholy replaced with eagerness and enthusiasm. Quickly, I fish out my recorder and ask her to start from the beginning. 
Back in 2010, Lauren and her partner at the time, Sivam, were living together in a modest flat in Clementi. Sivam was a lawyer, and unsurprisingly, his heavy caseload meant many late nights in the office. Between that and Lauren's erratic work schedule, the pair rarely spent much time with each other at home. This, of course, led to fights and miscommunications. They were, in fact, having one of these fights over text just before the start of the Hungry Ghost Month that year. Lauren can't recall precisely how this particular argument began, or what it was even about. But she clearly remembers that she was too pissed at Sivam to head straight back home after her shift that night. Storming across the street from the bus stop closest to their flat, Lauren was too lost in her foul mood to really pay attention to her surroundings. She just wanted to find a coffee shop that Sivam didn't normally frequent, then smoke and drink coffee after coffee until her anger died down. As she made her way through this part of her neighbourhood, however, something stirred her out of her thoughts. Looking around, she realised that she was walking through a dimly lit void deck. She could clearly see the other flats around her, but for some reason, the eerily flickering lights made her feel trapped. It was almost as if some unseen force was holding her back, keeping her from escaping. Lauren started to panic, but with enough adrenaline-fueled determination, she was able to break from whatever spell she was under. She scrambled back to her flat, where Sivam waited, looking dour from their fight earlier. But before he could say anything, however, Lauren ran into his arms and started crying. He asked her what was wrong, but she just repeated over and over that he needed to steer clear of that particular flat. Stay away, she cried, her voice shaking. Stay away. Days passed, and Lauren eventually decided to take a leave of absence from work. She was still shaken by what had happened and felt she needed some time to recover. Having fostered a solid relationship with her team, the other chefs happily stepped in for her. Sivam, on the other hand, seemed to have quietly reasoned away her experience. I know he didn't mean to be dismissive. Maybe he just thought I was too stressed from work or something, Lauren says. Whatever his 
actual reasons, Sivam found himself walking through that very same void deck close to midnight on the first day of the Hungry Ghost Month. He had decided to pick up something a little different for his late supper. So before heading home, he went exploring around his neighborhood. He hadn't realized where he was at first. Not until he felt what Lauren had described to him. That sense that despite clearly seeing all the neighboring blocks around him, he was trapped. But there was something more. A sense that he wasn't alone. A sense that he was being watched. And a sense that whatever it was that was there was right beside him. Just like Lauren, his adrenaline started pumping. He darted his head around and saw nothing. But his fear pushed him to run. Whatever was there with him, however, was stronger. It held him in place at first and started pushing him around, slamming him to the ground. He tried to scream for help, but no sound escaped his lips. He tried to look for someone. There was no one else. He had never felt so helpless and alone. After what felt like an eternity, the presence let Sevam go, and he immediately bolted back home, where he broke down and told Lauren what had happened. Neither of them slept much that night. The next morning, however, Sivam woke with a disturbingly high fever, and what looked like claw marks all over his arms and back. Lauren tells me that after her initial encounter, she had asked around, looking for people she could speak with about her experience. One of the other chefs at the restaurant was related to a priest who had dealt with the supernatural before. The moment they discovered the marks on his arm, Lauren took Sivam straight to the priest's temple. The priest, upon hearing their story and learning where they lived, explained that the veil separating our world from the other side was thinner in that particular area. He told them that what probably happened was that Sivam had gotten in the way of some spirits, just as they were crossing over to our world. And they clearly didn't take kindly to this. Lauren tells me that they were actually lucky. The priest said that nothing had followed Sivam home, that he just had to wait out the fever, 
and never go near that block again, she says. She smiles slightly, and as she continues, I notice that that wistfulness has returned to her voice. It's funny, she says. We both took some time off, and looking back on it now, I was the closest we'd been since we got together. Again, she tries to brush it all off, but I can still detect a slight twinge of sadness. What are you going to do? Work is work, and can't be helped, she says, with what she clearly hopes is a casual shrug. I only nod and thank her for her story, just as she gets up to leave and my next interviewee arrives. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Hantu. You can also buy official merchandise on Redbubble and be one of our supporters on Patreon. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio-Technica mics.